0: Do you have the fear of failing your child? All you want to do is to raise them in a way that they would come to you with anything in the future because they know they trust you, because they know that the, you are their safe space. And then that's why you've been interested in learning about more gentle parenting practices, parenting with understanding. Maybe you've bought, you've bought a few books. Or it's just a parenting social media junkie. And that's great. And you've experienced a level of success. But then the, the, the triggers, the the reactions, they still visit you. And when they do visit you, then you feel like all the great things that you've done so far, they kind of are erased with with the the occasional yelling or with the occasional shutdown and i want to tell you that on this episode we are going to talk about that fear the fear of i have to do perfect i have to be perfect otherwise i'm failing my child if that is you i want to give you hope and i want i want to tell you that that's According to science, that's not even the case, that your child needs a perfect parent. But we're going to to see how to overcome the fear of failure, the fear of um, when my children grow up, I don't know if they're going to even want to be around me with, I mean, I confidently parent my children from a place of respect. I know I'm not perfect but they have the parent that they deserve. My name is Marcela Collier. I'm HIC Parenting Coach, HIC Parenting Coach and Founder of HIC Parenting Education Agency. We are a group of professional parenting coaches committed to help parents who are trying to break the cycle, to go from overwhelmed, not knowing how to break the cycle, to fully understanding themselves, their children, making peace with their past, finding better ways of connecting and communicating with their kids and breaking the cycle. If that's what you're looking for, if you know that change starts with you as a parent, then I invite you to join us on our free session in Zoom. It's a free session for all of you, our listeners, Or if you are watching us from YouTube, our subscribers, all you have to do is open the description of this podcast episode or open the description of the YouTube video if you're watching us from YouTube. And there is a link there to subscribe or to register for our upcoming free session where we're going to share with you how to go from frustration to peace, connection, joy, because it is available. Many times when we've been drowning in reactivity or just the the roller coaster of trying to be respectful and then losing our cool and then trying to be respectful again, or our children not listening with more respectful parenting approaches, then we may feel like there is not a way out. And there is, because we're going going to share with you how thousands of our clients here in HIC Parenting Education who were like you in a place where I know the parent that I want to be, but I don't know how to get there, how they got there. And before we start with the topic that I'm going to give you practical strategies, practical examples as, as well, and a story that really warmed my heart about that fear of failing our kids and how to overcome it. Before we go there, I want to share with you the story of Megan and Anthony. They are graduates of the Parenting with Understanding coaching program. For 14 weeks, they worked with their HIC parenting coach. And this is what they're saying about where they were and where they are now. You worked with your HIC coach every single week. Could you please share
1: where you were at 14 weeks ago and where where you are at right now? 14 weeks ago, we were very frustrated, stressed. We felt like we were at a loss when it came to behaviors we were seeing in our kids. We had fears of what they would be like yep. when they were older, and if they would be wanting to be close to us, communication better, and we'll like tap tap in like, yep. hey, let Your me turn. tag in. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've become a lot better about stepping in for each other. Do you
0: have any hesitations about enrolling in HIC for Team? Yes. HIC?
1: What was it? My my biggest hesitation was honestly just the price tag. Mm-hmm. Um, And not I was like, yes, let's do this. But um, he is more of the conscious one when it comes to spending. He wants to make sure, is it worth it? And um, I knew right away it was worth it. So it was just me having to sell it to him. (laughs) And it didn't take a lot. I just told him, I said, this is what it entails. This is how many weeks it is. And I know that after the very first session.
0: We were both like very happy
1: both of us were like worth every penny yep. even after just one session we we were like if you even if the the whole, whole cast was just the one class like we learned a lot we, Yes, we were, we were very much like sold after that first class. I'm Rachel. And I'm Marcela.
0: And you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting
1: coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs.
0: Marcela, I want to help my children through their hard moments, especially when they're fighting once against the other. And then I try. I try to be the collected, warm parent, but they just it, it just gets on so my nerves and I have to, to hide in my closet. I have to go and hide in, in the bathroom. And I just have this fear that they are learning to shut down from my behavior how do I go around this? I feel like I'm failing my kids. That was a conversation that I had a while ago. And I, from, from that conversation, in the, it inspired me to talk about the fear of failing our kids. Because this is a common fear that I've seen among my our followers in HIC Parenting and even our clients. I feel like I'm failing my kids. And in our 14-week process, parents understand or learn that the fear of failing our kids, it's more than a feeling, it's a belief. We believe we are failing our kids. Now, let's think about where does that belief come from? Where does that belief that we are failing or we are a failure comes from? And it doesn't come from the time that you yell at your kids. It does not come from there. It does not come from your parenting. Beliefs are formed in childhood. Somebody somewhere put that belief that you need to be perfect, that you need to be perfect in order to feel to feel successful that if you fail then you are a failure and if we think about it that's a very unrealistic expectation of us to, to say wait wait the only way i would not be failing my kids is if i never fail because failure is part of growth And by our children seeing us fail and how we recover from that, that's how they're going to learn to recover from their own failures. That's when they create the coherent narrative of I'm not a failure because failing does not equal my character. It does not equal who I am. But where does that stem from? It stems from our attachment so what is attachment attachment is formed in the three first three years of our lives and is based on the quality of connection and the quality of safety we feel with our primary caregivers so if we had an inconsistent type of attachment quality with our caregivers for example in my case my caregivers were warm and connected as long as I was warm and connected. They met my dysregulation. They met my anger moments. They they met my disconnected moments with this connection. Go to your room, think about what you did. I got spanked. I, I experienced this connection during my down moments. And that right there, that right there is the foundation of insecure attachment. When you have inconsistent responses from your caregivers, every time you needed emotional regulation, co-regulation, core then consistently, and that's the, the first thing that I want to tell you about, your belief of failing your kids, those inconsistent consistent responses is what create this insecure attachment, that I see myself as a success as long as I'm succeeding, or I see myself as a failure if I'm failing. And that transfers not just to my parenting, but it transfers to my career. It transfers to, so am I doomed for life? (laughs) There is a way to earn secure attachment and in HIC Parenting Coaching, we guide our clients through that process of forming secure attachment. But what happens? What's the key point? The key point for a child to form insecure attachment is consistent, inconsistent responses. Incon- consistency and disconnection. Now, my question for you is, do your children have consistent disconnection from you? Do they experience consistent disconnection from you? Whatever you're answering, the answer is, whether yes or no, you are not a failure and you are not failing your kids. And this is why, because whether yes or not, you are forming or not forming secure attachment, There is always room to start working on ourselves and to repair. And that's the power of coaching that books and social media posts don't give you. But besides that, because you're here, because you are listening and learning and investing your time and energy to be a a great parent, the great parent that you already are with better tools and skills, that lets me know that you're not failing. Because failing our kids is when we stop showing up, when we stop showing up for them, when we give up on ourselves, because giving up on ourselves means we're giving up on them. And I know that you have not given up on your children. You're not. And they're not going to remember. They won't remember the times when you were beating yourself up for a mistake you made, they're going to remember the connected times. And they're going to remember the disconnected times as well with with a sweet energy, or how would I say, from a place of understanding and forgiveness if if they see the art of repair. And thus, Let's go into the into the practical strategies. If you feel that like you're failing your child, how to start your journey to confidently, respectful parent your child, parenting with understanding your child, from a place of grace, of kindness to self and self forgiveness. So I saw on TikTok. She is a big gentle parenting creator, and she makes. Uh, parenting Tacs with her teen daughter. So they were doing their makeup and then the daughter, no, the mom dropped the powder, the face powder on the daughter's lap. And the daughter, she got really upset. She got really upset and then she cursed her mom. Now, it's understandable that as gentle as we can be, Those kind of behaviors from our children will get under our nerves, will trigger us. And that's why it happened. It triggered the mom. The mom kind of stopped for a second. She was kind of in her freeze response. And then she entered into her fight, stress response. And then she started fighting or arguing back with the girl, with the teen, with the same words the same harsh cursing words that the teen gave her now if you think about it you may say like what is this mom thinking isn't she a gentle parenting creator okay let's let's think a little deeper on what happened here the mom was in her fight response which is a stress response she was in her amygdala, which is the back of the brain, her downstairs brain, according to Dr. Daniel Siegel. And when we are on our downstairs brain, when we are operate, operating from our downstairs brain, our logical mind is offline. So this mom is not trying to be disrespectful towards her daughter, is not trying to go outside gentle parenting. She is in her fight, stress response in her amygdala. But then a very beautiful thing happened. The mom started self-regulating because she's a fully developed adult with a fully developed brain. And she she started self-regulating. And I could tell the shift. I saw in her demeanor the shift from... This is unsafe. I need to survive. I need to fight my daughter back to wait, this is my daughter. This is my daughter and then she started softening up her tone and then she started connecting with her daughter at a at an emotional level. And when that happened, her daughter, she slowed down her tone as well, because this is co-regulation. Core Adults are able to self-regulate which is the ability to regulate and manage our temper. Teenagers are are not able for the most part. So they need co-regulation core meaning they need a warm calm adult to do that with them. And when she saw the mom, her mom softening up her voice and her posture She started softening at her voice and her posture and everything ended in in an apology. And then they moved on and they kept doing their makeup and they they smiled and they moved on. This is the power of repair. The mom didn't stay in this connection. There was a disconnected moment. There was a rupture of connection but the mom was graceful and she was mature to bring herself back to a regulated place. She connected back with her daughter and her daughter is going to remember that moment of repair. And that's what the, that daughter is going to take with her. So that's the this example that Respectful parenting with understanding is not about doing it perfect all the time. It's not about uh, denying that we are humans and sometimes we enter our fight free stress response. It's about accepting all of us, accepting our reactivity as well and having the the tools and the skills to bring ourselves back to the connection that our children need. And that's exactly what we do in coaching with our clients. So there are many different ways to repair with our kids. Remember, secure attachment is not formed when we are perfect parents. Secure attachment is formed when we are committed to show up. Even after we mess up, when we go back to ourselves and we commit to show up. So there are a few strategies that I want to give you today. Number one, this is a powerful one, and I use it with my kids. It is the do over role play. So let's just imagine that mom, that very same mom that was responding back to her daughter the same way that her daughter was talking to her. And then let's just imagine that this mom says, Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind. I'm going to take a deep breath. I feel stressed right now. Let's take a moment. What about if we have this interaction all over again from a respectful man, from a respectful place? How do you think her daughter would have reacted to that? Her daughter, children in general, are wired for connection. And if they see connection, if they feel connection, they're going to give connection back. So many parents I see that they force connection. They look, they appear respectful and gentle on the outside, yet on their nervous system, they're they're still in their stress response. Our children connect to us at the nervous system level, not at the logical level. So we could speak, we could be speaking gently to them. We could be talking from, with a gentle tone. Yet, if we are triggered, that's what our children are going to connect to. So again, it's not about not getting triggered. It's about taking care of ourselves when we're triggered. So we go back, we go back to social engagement, according to the polyvagal theory, and this is part of the science that we work with our clients in the Parenting with Understanding Program. There are levels of neural pathway levels. And what is this? Neural pathways is the the way that our nervous system engages. So if if our tone of voice is engaged with a calm, calm tone, Yet, our nervous system is in our sympathetic fight, fight, or flee response, then that's what our children, that's the neural pathway that our children are going to connect to. And they're going to stay in their fight, flight, or freeze. So that's the very first thing to go back to ourselves. If we go back to the that interaction of that mom after she was fighting back to her, with her daughter, I noticed two seconds of reset. She, can't, like she didn't calm down, but she stopped talking and she took a, few, a deep breath and then she re-engaged back with her daughter from a more, more connected place. Not from her tone of voice, but at the nervous system level, at the connection level. Apologies, apologizing to our children is another great way of repair forgiving ourselves forgiving ourselves asking for, for asking for forgiveness from our children from a place of forgiveness because if we ask for forgiveness from a place of shame or of blame or of, of I cannot believe I did that. Would you forgive me, baby? Like, that was really, really bad. Mommy shouldn't have done that. That was the worst. I'm the worst mommy. If we come to our children from that place, that's a disconnected place to come from when we talk about apologizing to our kids. So we come to our kids from a place of grace Self-forgiveness and understanding that even if we mess up, we are still you are still a great parent. We repair when we reflect on our own unmet needs because believe it or not, our reactivity is not caused by by our children. it's not caused by them it's caused by our unmet needs. That's why we are able to be more connected, more calmer when we are full, when our bellies are full, when, when, our, when, when our spouses are right next to us, doing it with us, we feel like, oh, we got this. But when our own physical and emotional needs are depleted, it's really, really hard to be a connected parent. So reflecting on our own unmet needs and understanding that our reactivity, the source of it comes from the way that we, we view ourselves that comes from attachment. And when we are, our needs are unmet. Now, I have a call for you. If you are watching us on YouTube, type in the comments, what specific moment, in your parenting triggers your fear of failing your kids. What specific moment? And then once you type it, I want you to read it out loud and think about what's the the truth about it. What's the truth about it? What's true about you? And I hope that you come up to the conclusion that the, the truth about who you are is that you are a committed parent, you are a great parent. You are an, a great imperfect parent, and that's exactly the parent that your child needs at the moment. If you are listening listening our podcast, leave us a review. Open the description or go down, like scroll down, leave us a review because your stars allow us to get to more parents, so they can hear that they are doing a great job, that they're great parents, and that tools are available. If you are one of of our HIC Parenting customers, I encourage you to join our private Facebook group. It's exclusive for customers. That's where we hold a conversation and we build a community filled with like-minded parents who are working hard to improve themselves, to improve their parenting, and to connect more with their kids, with the help of HIC products and HIC parenting coaches. Remember that it only takes understanding to transform your parenting. And the final thing, follow us at High Impact Club on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, and I'll see you next time.